everyone. Welcome to another installment of our PHN podcast series. I'm Dr. George Garrow, Chief Medical Officer here at Primary Health Network. And today I'm joined by Matt Eckley, our Executive Director of Behavioral Health, and Lisa Lorelli, Director of our Clinical Initiatives Department. Welcome. Thank you very Thank you. much. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's great to have you today. So uh, today we wanted to talk to you about a new uh, program that we're really excited about here at Primary Health Network, and that is our initiatives focusing on collaborative care. So uh, Lisa, let me ask you, what, what is collaborative care and how does it work? Well, collaborative care is a model of integration of behavioral health services in a primary care setting. With the collaborative care model, there's a focus on um, the effectiveness of patient outcomes where the whole team is working collaboratively to improve um, physical conditions, mental health issues that a patient may be having. Wonderful. So Matt, what, what patients might benefit most from services like this? Honestly, I think uh, the majority of our patients can benefit from having an extended visit with the collaborative care specialist based on really any kind of screening tool that our nurses or our providers may utilize that indicates there's a behavioral health issue, or really the purpose of this is to help our primary care physicians support their patients the best they can. And a lot of times they don't have the time to go in and further assess. This really allows for us to figure out what might be keeping somebody from reaching some of their medical goals that they have, their healthcare goals. That's great. So um, who's involved in this program or, you know, clinically, what, do it, what would it look like for the patient? Who, who's involved in their care? For Primary Health Network, we've decided to use all licensed clinical social workers for our collaborative care specialists. We don't refer to them as social workers. We refer to them as collaborative care specialists or part of the medical team. The primary care physician is really the lead component to this service. You can look at the entire medical site as part of this process because um, a front office may see an issue that that's happening within the waiting room that could indicate a need for somebody to look a little bit further into what's going on for the patient. Or it could be the clinical staff that see some sort of interaction um, on the way back through to see the the doc. So it's everyone, truly. And uh, it takes a great amount of communication. And there's an additional piece to this where we have a consulting psychiatrist that's available to the primary care physician to consult on any needs, as well as the patient and especially the collaborative care specialist. If there's any kind of uh, psychiatric needs that are not met or the primary care physician doesn't feel comfortable moving forward with a certain prescription. Nice. Great. So, uh, Lisa, how many patients have been involved in the program so far? Well, right now we have about 300 and maybe a little bit more patients that are actively enrolled or involved in the collaborative care program right now. So what's nice about this model is that the patient can come into the office in their primary care setting where they feel comfortable and have these issues identified through the collaboration of the team, whether it be a nurse in the office, a front office, their PCP, and together they work to improve the outcomes for this patient, no matter what that could you know, look like for that, for that individual. That could be something, a physical condition. It could be um, something that they're just having trouble adjusting to. 
Um, it could be a mental health issue. It could be a variety of things. It's, it's very, it touches all areas. So things like bullying in school or gender identity issues, things like that, that you wouldn't think about that, you know, you could actually have at your fingertips right there in your physician's office where you're where you're comfortable and it's nice because we can capture the patient right then and there and it sort of removes that stigma of having you know to be referred out or go to another location to see a specialist so so it really is an example of the value of team-based care right Um, which i'm you know very very pleased i think primary health network has really embraced that concept and you know, really made it happen. Um, How do we monitor the successes of this program or how do we measure the impact that this type of program is having? We manage that specifically through the provider registry. So each collaborative care specialist monitors the baseline. They'll record that and then monitor outcomes throughout any follow-up visits of different assessment tools that are used, the PHQ-9, the patient health questionnaire. The GAD-7 is another one that we use for generalized anxiety disorder. But we have a multitude of different tools for not only behavioral health issues, but drug and alcohol issues that might be impacting the patient. And as we were saying a little bit earlier, how you capture these, you know, we're a primary care medical home model. That's our organization that we're accredited for through the Joint Commission. And a lot of that care can be discovered in the huddles in the morning that you're combing through with the provider, the nurses, and with the collaborative care specialist. So um, what of our offices are offering this service now? So right now we have two locations that are currently offering collaborative care, and that is our Greenville site and our Tri-County site. But we do have plans to expand to three additional sites in the near future. So this sounds like a really wonderful benefit, a wonderful opportunity for our patients. Describe how this sort of benefits the organization as well. What value does this bring to Primary Health Network? It really is value-based care. Um, It's looking at the whole picture and trying to solve more of the deeper-rooted issues that are going on for our patients. As we we discover things a little bit further than we're able to get to through the the regular PCP visit, we're providing better care. It's fully integrated care. So it helps our patients have less hospitalizations because we're able to intervene earlier. It helps with access because a lot of individuals, a lot of PCP practices have a very difficult time getting people referred into a specialist. And if you have a specialist right there, that's what it's built for is for warm handoffs right then and there when the patient needs it, have them meet and greet the collaborative care specialist and really understand the what they can do for them. So it's a very unique service. And as as Lisa was saying, we're ready to expand into three new sites in 2020. Our goal is to have collaborative care in every one of our primary care locations. Really probably looking at sort of rolling this out as one at a time, because it's super important that you are there and supporting this practice, supporting that effort, supporting the providers, and really going back to check in and see where you can improve any kind of barriers that are keeping referrals from being utilized. Because primary care is where everyone really starts for behavioral health services. And I believe it's one in five people in the United States have a diagnosable mental health condition, and half of those people are treated in the PCP office. So it really is necessary to move this direction. 
So um, throughout this entire uh, podcast season, we've been um, looking at ways of highlighting partnerships and collaboration with organizations in the community and others that have worked with us to provide optimum care to our patients. And I understand that a lot of the work that we've been able to do in collaborative care comes through collaboration, uh, partnership, some grant support that we received from Highmark. So tell us a little about that grant. Absolutely. Um, Highmark has uh, a grant available and, and we were able to establish a good connection with them and we're, we're able to expand this service because of them. We're able to get a little bit more supervision to our collaborative care specialists. You know, the behavioral health model is something that we've been offering for uh, 15 years in this organization plus. But collaborative care is different and we need to have that focus into these providers to fully understand that role as they move forward. It takes more focus than a behavioral health specialist. That medical piece is huge. There's so many symptoms that go on that could be medical or could be behavioral health. Sleep with appetite, all sorts of things that come up. And Highmark is allowing us to really do this, you know, and and to do it the right way and, and make it successful so that it can be sustained. And not only, as Matt was saying, focusing on those physical conditions and trying to monitor them and improve the outcomes for patients, we can also look at barriers and ways, things that might be keeping them from being successful. It's it's really nice. It aligns with our mission. We want to reach as many people as possible. We want to provide the care right there. It's really a, a wonderful program. If you'd like more information about our collaborative care services, please reach out to our website under the services tab, and you'll find uh, additional information about collaborative care. Well, on behalf of the entire network, I'd like to thank Matt and Lisa for the great work that you've done to build the foundation for this very, very important program. I think it offers a wonderful opportunity for us to provide really comprehensive and holistic care for our patients in a primary care medical home type setting. I think it really exemplifies what team-based care is about. And again, reflecting on it, I I appreciate and want to acknowledge my appreciation to Highmark for their support to allow us to build this program. So um, thank you, Matt. Thank you, Lisa, for your time uh, today. Thank you. Thank you. It was great to see you. And uh, thank you listeners for your time. We look forward to talking to you again soon.